0: Whoa, nice graphics. I'd like to get my hands on that game. Welcome back, everyone, to Stadia Cast, your source for all things Stadia. All the news that you want to know about Google Stadia, this is the place to get it. You can either join us at our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash StadiaCast, or you can listen uh, to the podcast, anchor.fm slash StadiaCast. I'm Bill. That's Lloyd. What's going on, Lloyd?
1: Not much, man. I can't believe Christmas is almost here. Uh, This December flew by. 2019 flew by, um, I I think in part, because of all the great video games we've been playing so uh, i'm ready to talk some stadia today
0: well before we actually start to talk some stadia uh, just a couple of things to let everybody know about and we record the show live at on sunday mornings at 10 a.m eastern uh, over at youtube.com stadiacast and if you want to directly support the show uh, one of the ways that you can do that is to be here live and if you're here live, you can talk to us and use the super chat feature. It guarantees that we will see your message and guarantees we will reply to your message. You know, usually by the end of the stream, there's hundreds of people in here and we can't just we, we just can't keep up with all of the chat. So if you've got questions that you want us to tackle at the second half of the show, if you um if, if you have something that you want us to absolutely see make sure to use that super chat feature it really does help out and you can now join us become members on our youtube channel uh by clicking on the join button that's down over there underneath lloyd's face on the video all right uh lloyd what have you been playing man we always start out with the state share what have you been playing i've been
1: playing actually a fair bit um we got we had questions last week when are we getting more games? Are we going to get them before the end of the year? And then Google delivered um, shortly after recording. They dropped um, Borderlands 3. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, Borderlands 3 and um, Dragon Ball Z. Um, so I picked up Borderlands 3. That was a game that I had been waiting for um, forever to come on Stadia. I, I could have picked it up on my Xbox or my PlayStation or my PC, but I wanted to play it on Stadia so I could have it with me wherever I go. Uh, so I picked that up. I've been playing a lot of that. And then the next day, uh, Tom Clancy Ghost Recon um, uh, Breakpoint. Is that yeah. what it is? Um, that came out. There's so many Tom Clancy games. I keep forgetting what the subtitle of the subtitle is. Um, And that came out. And that's the first game that supports Stream Connect. So I've been playing both of those. Um, Borderlands 3 is absolutely fantastic. If you've played Borderlands or Borderlands 2 or Borderlands, uh, the pre-sequel borderlands 3 is more of the same but it looks beautiful it plays beautiful um and i'm having a hell of a lot of fun with that um but then uh the ghost recon game um stream connects I, I recorded a video put it up on our youtube channel if you haven't checked it out go to youtube.com stadiacast and stream connect works and it's really cool um i was playing i jumped into one of our listeners games and was recording the video And yeah, you get a little tiny square on the top right of the screen that shows everybody that is playing with you, their viewpoint. You even see when they're in their menus doing stuff with their inventory and stuff like that. So if you're wondering why they're not taking the shot, you can see, oh, he's putting on fancy pants uh, and and a better (laughs) pair of gloves. Um, That's why he's not um, doing what I'm what I wanted him to do. Uh, So I've been really enjoying both of them. Um, I'm not. A huge fan of the Tom Clancy Ghost Recon games, Um, but I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to try to play through most of the campaign uh, when I have a little bit more time. Um, But it's really cool to see some actual features that could not be done anywhere else that are only on Stadia. I know uh, when I posted that, someone said, hey, but Grid has more race cars on the screen than in, in the race than any other platform. And sure, but that's not really a Stadia exclusive if you had a next-gen console, you could probably have that as well. Stream Connect, I just don't know how that would be done by any other piece of hardware.
0: Um, Captain J Pixel in chat is saying it would be cool if Grid could render the scene from uh, like a helicopter view, and you could have that as a picture-in-picture. Mm-hmm. Picture. That would be really cool, and that would be uh, not necessarily um, what is it? What's it, what's it called again? Where you see the other people's screens? I forget. Stream Connect? Stream Connect, yeah. It wouldn't quite be Stream Connect because you're not seeing what another player is seeing, but it would be a, a cool thing that I think would be very interesting in a racing game. And uh how, how do you feel about the uh the Stream Connect? Did you feel like when you were playing that it was useful?
1: Um they're not super useful, um, but I wasn't I wasn't in a big tactical battle. Um I know that if I was planning um mission with some friends and we're like okay you take points okay mark that guy i'm taking the guy on the right my right you're taking the guy on on your right whatever that is Uh, they could see my screen to to see the person that i'm aiming at um i think that would be useful uh i was actually looking behind me for my psp now the old playstation portable because i remember uh racing games uh sony showed off a feature where you could actually put your psp in front of you and that was your rear view mirror um, and it would render <laughs> the rearview mirror to your PSP, uh, and then have the game would be on your television. So you'd have your—I think it was on the PlayStation Three, I want to say. Okay. Um, but you'd have your PS- PSP, you'd connect it to your PlayStation, and that would be your rearview mirror. Um, and um, they could do something like that uh, with Stream Connect, but with other viewpoints, not necessarily a rearview mirror. Um, but I don't know. It's it, it's it's a cool feature. Um, like all cool features, like the first time you have. Wig- waggle control on the Nintendo Wii it's a little janky the first time that PlayStation 3 came out and you had kind of like the accelerometer in your controller you had um I'm blanking on the name of the game but you could throw your hats uh and you could steer it with your with your controller and it's like ah that's okay um but the first the first kick of the can is always kind of odd and then it gets better as things go on um, so the first kick at stream stream can uh, stream connect is okay um but i could see that it'll be done better in the future the the actual images on the screen are just so small um it's almost hard to make out what is in there so it'd be nice if there'd be a way for the game to figure out when if they're just in their inventory it could shrink down but if they're actually uh, like aiming down sights uh it would get bigger and you could actually see what they're doing on your screen something like that would be uh really really cool
0: don't you feel like that would be distracting to
1: have the little box grow and shrink all of the time I don't know, like uh, I want to see, I want to see different um, implementations of it. Uh, It might be distracting, maybe have it as a toggle where you could toggle it on and off. Uh, Right now, the only option in Ghost Recon is you turn Stream Connect on or Stream Connect off. There's no additional features for it. So if you turn it off, you don't send your screen, you don't receive anybody else's screen. Um, So it'd be nice if there was maybe a a little more, uh, I I don't know, I guess a few more options or a little more uh, customization that we could do with it. Um, but I could see that games coming in the future that are built around this as an idea uh, will be able to use that a little bit, um, I guess, a little bit better, um, I, uh, let's say. Um, but I, overall, I was impressed. I, I didn't know that it would be quite so real time. Um, I mean, I assumed because you're just pulling in the streams from the cloud and dumping them on your on your screen. But you, you always this is such a new technology. You don't really know. And I was I was pleasantly surprised with how it looked. Whether it's going to be useful in in uh, Ghost Recon for me, I don't know because I don't know if I'm going to get super tactical with a bunch of my buddies. Um, but it would be it'll be interesting to hear other people talk about it that maybe play uh, they played Wildlands, say, and they have a squad uh, that they played together for the whole game, and now they're going to jump into into this one uh, with Stream Connect and see if it makes their game play that much better.
0: See, the thing that I get excited about for Stream Connect is you know this uh, this whole idea. With um, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, where you can see what your other people are doing, that seems cool. But the thing that I think would be much more interesting is is what they showed when they when they actually announced the feature for the first time. Is how they had okay, this person's doing this, this person's doing that, but then there's this one person who is like the they have like the overlord um, view, and they can see what everybody's doing, and and they can they can Interact with it in another way. So um, Lloyd, can you remind me how many people are in a squad on uh in Breakpoint? Four. Okay, so I would love it if you could have a fifth squad member that could not be in a first person game. They could just see what everybody else is doing and they could put waypoints down on the map. So they could say, All right, you go over here, and then it shows up on your screen where your waypoint is um kind of like uh how in Apex Legends you can ping stuff and it shows up on everybody's screen i think it would be amazing if they if you had like the four th- like four little boxes where you could see what your teammates are doing and then a map mm-hmm. in the middle and you could say all right go here go here go here
1: that would be really amazing now yeah there was a game that did that uh, i'm trying to remember what the name of it was but you would you would have the squad commander that would be able to direct like uh, aircraft carriers and things like that and also see where everybody was on the map and it'd say, OK, a company go over here and ping the map. Um, they could do that with Stream Connect and it would be it would be seamless in real time and higher fidelity. Um, yeah, I want to play that game, Bill. You, you, I don't know what it would be called. It would be Bill's army of the future. Uh, <laughs> we, someone needs to make that. And I, I want to play it because that sounds really cool. We're going to have to work on our marketing because I don't think that's a very good title, but that's <laughs> nope, okay. Nope.
0: So you played uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. You played Borderlands. How much time did you spend in Borderlands?
1: Borderlands, probably about uh, four or four, five hours. Um, I'm level six, I want to say. So I'm unlocking a bunch of the features um, or a bunch of the abilities with the character, uh, going through the main starting area, just doing all of the, uh, all the, all the, the different quests and whatnot all the fetch quests and and shoot uh shoot people in the face quests actually the one quest where you have to shoot a guy in the butt uh to get extra credit was (laughs) uh was interesting because borderlands um but yeah i i really really like it um i need to spend some quality time with it because i've been uh playing in like 30 minute chunks so i'll do i'll do a quest i'll spend 30 minutes doing a quest and then i turn it off and then i come back later and do another quest spend 30 minutes with it um so i probably could have gotten everything done in less time if i hadn't started and stopped uh, the way I was doing it but it plays well it looks well it sounds amazing uh it's it's really cool going to the shift website and punching in a golden key code and then having it show up in my game on stadia on whatever screen I'm on not necessarily just my playstation or my xbox um I I think I'm going to be playing a lot of borderlands 3 it's it's kind of the uh, the looter shooter that I've been that I've been waiting because I love the the fact that there's a 1 trillion different guns in this game. and You can figure out which one you like best, and hopefully you get some really good uh random rules to make yours better than everybody else's.
0: So I've also been playing Borderlands 3. So Lloyd and I both bought both of those games. Uh Did you buy Xenoblade, or not Xenoblade, um, Dragon mm. Ball Z? No, not a fan of okay. those games. Yeah, I, I've never played one of those games, and I've never watched the cartoon, so it didn't have any draw for me. But we both bought both of those games. Uh, I played Tom Clancy's for about a half an hour, 40 minutes, and I was like, nah, that's the, this is not a game for me. And so I ended up returning it. And I have to say, returning a game on Stadia is super easy and fantastic, and I love it. I do wish that in the app that it would say, uh, you can play this game for 20 more minutes before you can't return it anymore. Right now, right. it just says, you can return it or you can't, or it doesn't say that at all. I think that that would be an improvement. But mm. uh, it was it was very easy to return, and I like that. Um, I also been playing Borderlands, but I've I've only played up to the point where you get a car, and okay. it was just enough for me to say, okay, this game is really good, and I'm going to have a lot of fun with it. But I've been focusing all of my time on Darksiders Genesis which is absolutely fantastic also really difficult and I've I've kind of forcing myself to not lower the difficulty because I'm an idiot Um, but overall I've been having a ton of fun with that game I finished chapter 13 last no yeah, I finished chapter thirteen last night. I'm in the middle of chapter fourteen right now. I think that there's sixteen chapters, so I'm really close to the end. And so if if we look at my percentage of games finished on other platforms and compare them to percentage <clears throat> excuse me, percentage of games finished on Stadia, I'm like way up there because when I finish <laughs> Darksiders, I will have completed two of the four games that i've played (laughs) i got a 50 percent finish rate and if you yeah if anybody ever watches any of my content uh you all know that i just don't finish games i never finish games i get too easily distracted but so far guilt and darksiders genesis have just been so compelling that it keeps bringing me back and i'm The longer that I play Darksiders Genesis, the more that I like it, especially the mechanics. I feel like they did a bad job explaining the mechanics of the game as I was playing because I'm almost to the end of the game, and I'm just really starting to understand how things work. Uh, Maybe it's because I skipped something or because I streamed it, and whenever I stream something, I miss almost all of the exposition and explanation because I get mm-hmm. I get uh, focused on interacting with chat and stuff, but um, I've been having a blast, and uh, I gotta say that um, strife, like I keep going back mm-hmm. and forth. Do I like strife more or do I like war more? And uh, strife all the way, <laughs> yeah. Uh, strife yeah. is fantastic, but war is also really really good, and I, I can't decide who I think is more fun to play as. That being said. I'm going to give a piece of advice to people out there. Change your ammo type often on strife. So like I will switch because what I've been doing for most of the game is uh, you can have these two different ammo types as strife at any point. You can have regular ammo, electric ammo, lava ammo, et cetera. It's like a bunch of different ones, right? And what I was always doing is I was putting normal ammo on my trigger and then i would i would use the other ammos as my bumper and what that ended up doing is kind of forcing me to always use my normal ammo which never runs out and that was making things much harder so like i tried using the lava ammo and i was like oh this is really slow like it doesn't shoot very fast and if i miss then it's bad what i didn't realize is if i just sit there and hold it down for a while uh, he shoots faster and faster and faster and does does a ridiculous amount of damage. So what I've started doing as of like two days ago, well, maybe three days ago, is I will now put like the, it, depending on what I'm fighting, I will switch up the ammo type. And that has completely made the game uh, a lot easier. Plus, if you're running into problems against the bosses, there's an arena system where you can go into the arenas and just fight wave after wave of, of enemy which will give you the souls that you need in order to unlock stuff. You still need to go through the story mode in order to get the Boatsman's coins. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, Mm -hmm. The Boatsman's coins in order to upgrade stuff. But uh, it really does make it easier going into those arena systems. It's really fun. I'm loving that game and I'm almost done with it. And then I'm going to go deep dive on uh, Borderlands 3 because I want to do some
1: looter shooter stuff. We have to do some co-op with borderlands 3 for sure absolutely and we should stream it right here yeah yeah i I agree um going back to a point that you made earlier about um not wanting to drop the difficulty can i can i can i give you a little little uh little spoiler or a little bit of advice uh from from the the, this old man over here um i'm old i don't have enough time and i want to cover a bunch of games i play every single game that i start on easy and i have no shame about that so i'll crank everything down to the easiest mode just so I can make my way through the game without frustration because there's nothing worse than wasting two hours trying to beat a boss when I look at my playlist of games that I want to play to talk about on Nintendo Pulse or here and I can't get to them because I'm fighting the same thing over and over and over. I just turn everything down to easy and I've, I've been doing that for a few years and oh my god it, it makes things so much better.
0: Yeah, so it's funny you bring that up. And this is not really about Stadia, but it's about that that general idea of game difficulty. Um, I kind of had a conversation like this with Bobby, uh, the Nintendo guru. Uh, mm-hmm. He came on an episode of 143 Pixels, and he was talking about um, The Last of Us. That was okay. the game that he chose to... And if you haven't subscribed to 143 Pixels, I'm going to do a shameless plug right now. Uh, what the hell are you doing go subscribe to 143 pixels right now. Uh I'm having a blast making that show and it comes out every Tuesday. So, uh Bobby and I were talking about that and he said that that he ran into that issue with that game and he decided, "You know what? I'm just going to I'm just going to get over myself and uh play at a uh at uh, play it on easy." And I I I did that same thing that he did with games years ago. Where um, I I ran into this same issue where I was playing games and it was too hard and I couldn't finish it. And I was just like, Mm -hmm. forget it. I'm just going to play it on easy and I'm going to finish the game actually. And I'll have fun. And for some reason, with Darksiders Genesis, the normal mode is really hard. But it's also fair. Sure. So I feel like when I die, I'm like, oh my God, like I was so close. And if I lower the difficulty, like part of me is going to know, oh, I probably could have beat it the other way. When, whereas if I'm playing yeah. something else, I would say, oh, this is just way too hard. I'm going to put it on easy and I'll be fine. With Darksiders Genesis, I feel like it's at I'm at the right level. It's just hard enough that I have to struggle for it. And if right. I made it any easier, I probably wouldn't enjoy it as much. And I think that says a lot about how well-balanced the game is. That being said, good God, there is a lot of stuff on the screen at once when you are fighting certain bosses and it can get a little frustrating because you're like, I don't have anywhere to go. Like there's no safe place anymore. The whole screen is covered. What am I supposed to do? And eventually you figure out what you're supposed to do and you know, I was fighting this one boss over and over. I think it was last night, and I I went to the Discord, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. I went to the Discord and I said, Hey, is anybody on? I need help with this boss. And uh ever like there were a couple people who were like, Yeah, but I can't right now, maybe later. And I was like, All right, I'm just gonna go and do an arena or or two and come back and fight the boss. And that that worked for me. But You know, if I keep running into issues with the last two chapters, maybe I'll lower the difficulty, but I think I can do it. I really do think I can.
1: Yeah, I I used to do that a lot when I was uh, a trophy hunter and and an achievement uh, junkie. I would um, play on the hardest difficulty because getting the platinum or the thousand gamer score was usually tied up with beating the game on the hardest difficulty. Um, when I kicked that habit, I was able to crank things down to easy without feeling any guilt. Um, and yeah, I have no problem if, if maybe I'm playing uh, on a, a version that is easier than what the developers intended. Cause there's, there's that conversation is I want to play with, uh, with the vision of the developers and I don't, I want to play and beat the game and enjoy the, the experience and the story and roll the credits and then move on to my next conquest. So, um, but I see, I see both sides of the argument for sure.
0: As do I. Uh, and we we would love to hear what you guys think. Leave a comment in the comment section down below here on YouTube. Uh, or you can get a hold of us on Twitter. Let us know, what, what do you play games on? Do you play on easy, on medium, on hard, on crazy? I, I, I guarantee 99% of people are going to be like, I play on the hardest difficulty. And they don't. They don't. <laughs> but they're going to say that they do. Uh, but the, of course, there's going to be some people that do. And they, they'll they say that. All right. Are you ready to talk about the news Let's do it. All right, we've got this uh, community Stadia roundup. Um, Google, Google's being <laughs> weird, man. So they this this was posted. When was this posted? I'm trying to. Um, 12:20. Yeah, I'll say. So two days ago, this was posted from uh, Grace from Google over at their community.stadia.com, and um, it's very very confusing how they're doing this, <laughs> but uh, they've got Stadia updates, right? Yep. And they said lots have been happening this month. Hopefully, you've caught our Stadia save point update on the keyword covering the last Stadia updates, including all Chromecast Ultra devices received an update for Stadia compatibility, giving you access to another TV of Stadia to play on. A second buddy pass for Founders coming this holiday season, and new games coming to Stadia. And we've got two more updates for here uh, for you here on the community. And Lloyd and I were talking about this before the show, and we were like, okay, so you want us to go to SavePoint, you want us to go to Community, you want us to go to Reddit, you want us to follow you on Twitter, how many places do you need to post different information? I can understand if they posted the same information to every place and just said, here's a copy of the post, here's a copy, here's a copy, here's a copy. But it's yep. like they're putting some information here and some information here and some information here, and it is very confusing. Um, so, Lloyd, you said that, that you had something that you wanted to say about this. What, what was it that you wanted to
1: say? Well, I got two things I want to say. First, I expected you to make your your joke. Uh, that you do all the time but you didn't the, i don't Yo dog i heard you, i heard oh. you like blogs <laughs> so i linked a blog on my blog so you could read a blog while you read a blog i fully expected you to do that and i'm quite disappointed in you bill actually. I, I apologize everyone <laughs> but uh it was funny because i read the stadia save point thing and i'm like oh okay that's where they're gonna update us monthly this is great this is awesome and then the next day they update us on another thing and it's just I feel I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Office Space, but I I feel I feel like Peter, and people keep running up to me and saying, "Oh, did you not get the memo about putting a cover letter on your TPS report?" And it's like, (laughs) "No, I got the memo. I just forgot." I feel exactly like that. Like everyone's like, "Hey, have you seen the Stadia update over here?" I'm like, "No, no, I saw it. I saw it." Oh, but over here, did you see that Stadia update? Yes, I got it. I got it. Um, The messaging is just a little all all over the place.
0: very is, soon we're gonna see Lloyd dragging a Chromecast
1: Ultra out to a
0: field and beating it to death with a baseball <laughs>
1: bat. <laughs> yes, I gotta film that. That would be great. Um, but I, I I don't know. I I guess it's good to have more information than less information, but it's coming from all over and it's actually kind of endearing and kind of like, oh, look at over there. Look at Google, they're trying. Um, not that I'm that that's not an insult to Google, but they're they're so new at this, um, giving us information the way that other game um hardware manufacturers or console manufacturers have been doing that they're they're trying to get their feet under them and and try to figure out the best way so it is it is kind of interesting from a i don't know looking at google as a community standpoint um how, how they're they're i don't know how they're attacking this uh problem of getting the information out but it's it's everywhere and i i think back to like last week when they're like yeah we're doing too many daily updates we're not going to do any more daily updates expect an update on friday (laughs) this is on monday and then we got an update on tuesday and on wednesday it's just like what are you doing google come on (laughs) but again that is also cute and endearing and and i'm and i see grace from google's avatar and i go oh grace okay um but yeah it was it was really weird man (laughs) and and you
0: know what we're not complaining that they're telling us information. Mm-mm. We're just, we, we think that they could be more efficient about it and take this information, put it in, you know, somebody in, in chat said, um, I don't know where they said it. I, I lost it, but they said basically put it in one place and then every place else, just put a link back to that one place. Yep. And I think that that would be the best way. And so that when they did that stadia safe point, I was like, okay, they're going to do, this save point probably every month so i I anticipate that we will see stadia save point in january and guess what everybody Uh, i'll make a video about it as soon as one comes out every time there's a stadia update uh there we're going to be putting information right here on our youtube channel uh and then we will of course round all that stuff up and put it in the audio show on sunday but Mm -hmm. um like so they're going to do that stadia save point every month i assume Every week, I'm guessing, actually, I feel like the the community roundup is just whenever they feel like they have enough to make a, a blog post. But it, what I think would be better is, um, you know, go ahead and, and do your community post. Anytime there's something new, just post something. Mm-hmm. Anytime there's yep. something new, don't wait for a bunch of stuff. Anytime there's new information, post it there and then do a tweet about it. That links to the to the community post. Do it put it on Reddit that links to the community post. They post that same information on Reddit. They don't link back to the community post. And then the mm-hmm. save point should be this is what happened that month. For them mm-hmm. to do like they were like, hey, look, we just did a save point that didn't include some information that we're putting in this one is just <laughs> really confusing. Anyway. Um, it, it wouldn't be uh, an episode of Stadia cast if we weren't criticizing Google for their communication. And then on one hand and then on the other hand saying, but man, Stadia works so damn well. Cause <laughs> it, it really does. I'm having a blast with it. I've been playing it same on Wi-Fi. I've been playing it on Ethernet and I've been having a blast and I haven't really touched my switch very much at all because I've been focusing all my time on playing um, uh, Darksiders and, uh, you know, the other games that I have on Mm -hmm. Stadia. All right. So that's the community update. Um, Do you want to talk about achievements, Lloyd? You did a video on that.
1: Um, The best part about this whole achievements thing is it happened late uh, so that I could actually put up a video before Bill had a chance to put up a video (laughs) because they, they, they... send out this news at like 1 p.m my time and then bill gets off work at 2 30 my time and by 2:33, there's a video up and i was like damn it bill i want to put videos up too but you're doing them all um so they they launched the achievements and it was just it was just a random thing i got home from on on thursday night from watching the new star wars movie no spoilers And I got back and I was just looking through my um, through my news stuff and looking on Discord and a bunch of people on on your Discord were saying, hey, uh, achievements are showing up, blah, blah, blah. So I went and looked into that and. Uh, If you went to uh, Stadia on a web browser, you could open up your you click your icon and then hit the um, hit your name. And that brought you to another page and it showed your achievements. You could click an achievement list and you could look at all the achievements that you've gathered. Uh, You can also click anybody else on your friends list and look at what they've uh, unlocked, which is exactly how I wanted it to work, uh, because that's what all the other profiles or all the other systems do you can look at your own profile to get your achievements or trophies. You can look at someone else's tro- profile to see what they've unlocked and, 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 and figure out how, how they did it and, and try to try to beat them or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's there. It works. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I don't know what else they could add. Apparently there's a UI that pops up when you get one in game. Um, I didn't see that. So I know with a lot of the features with stadia, it's like slow rollout. So One person will be able to see the achievement list. Uh, The other person can get the little pop-up in game. They might not be able to see the achievement list. Uh, I might not be able to get the pop-up in game, but then over the period of a day, everybody will have all those features. So I need to unlock another another achievement today, I think, because it's been a few days since this one. So I could actually see what the UI looks like when that thing pops up.
0: So the uh, I, I have seen the UI. Last night I was playing Darksiders, and uh, I got an achievement. And I think that it was the first achievement that I got since... Um, that's the wrong button. Uh, the, the, the first achievement that I got since the thing came out, because I unlocked one, and then suddenly it started saying, oh, congrats, you killed this boss. Oh, congrats, you killed this boss, and this boss, and this boss. And so it started listing... Uh, all of the they're not listing them, but they, it was like a pop up. You know how you get an, a pop up, Lloyd, when, uh, when you are getting a friend request or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's basically the same exact thing. It just pops up on the top, and it says like, I feel like there was like a little avatar for the achievement, and then it said what I achieved. Uh, but I had killed a boss in the game, and then I started getting a bunch of achievements from that game. So. I think that, you know, once it's unlocked, you're you're going to get them one at a time, but uh the first time that it happens, you're going to get a bunch of them and they're like I think they're going to all be categorized by the game that you're playing. So maybe next time I play Final Fantasy 15 and I earn an achievement, it's going to show me all of the other Final Fantasy achievements that I've gotten so far. Right. right now, you can see it on PC and you can see it on Chromecast. You can't see it on your phone yet, which is honestly, I think that's really the place that I would want to see it the most if I was really interested in that. Uh, again, I was, I'm was i very happy that you did the achievements thing, the, the video for the achievements thing, because I don't care about achievements that much. It just doesn't occur to me. Uh, I don't really think about it, but... I know that you used to be like an achievement hunter. You would go out and buy games that had trophies in them, and you would say, all right, I want this game because it's easy to get uh, 100 trophies or whatever it is. For me, that that holds absolutely no draw at all. I don't care. It's a nice Um, add-on. I did see somebody had, and I should have grabbed this for the show notes, but somebody had left a YouTube comment. They said, I think I speak for everyone when I say that they need to have a score uh, like related to the achievements. And I said, well, you don't speak for everyone because I don't care. But I bet you there's (laughs) a lot of people out there who do agree with them that you got to have a score related. How do you feel about that? Do you think it's important to have this idea of oh this is worth 10 points and i have a score of 100,000 because i'm so much of better of a gamer than you or something
1: and i think it is important um because you get that on playstation you have your your trophies you have um g- gold silver and bronze and then you have your platinum and you can look at someone's profile and say oh that person's gotten 10 platinums or this person has 90 platinums okay so they they complete a lot of games this person doesn't Um, The way that Stadia is doing it is you just have a list of the number of trophies or the number of achievements per game. So Borderlands is four out of 45 is what I have right now. Uh, Ghost Recon is X out of 50. So it's not even like each one has 50 points and you're trying to get 50 points. So it'd be nice if they would do more like the gamer score thing like um, Xbox is doing um, so that every game has a thousand points to give out. And each of these trophies is, or or achievements, or whatever you want to call them, is worth X number of points, um, so that you could see that I'm I'm Dasmi nine nine nine, where your Bill eight eight eight, and it's like okay, Lloyd's played more games than Bill, or Lloyd's gotten more trophies than Bill, or, or achievements. I call them trophies because the little icon is a little trophy. Um, something like that would be nice. Um, I, I don't think it's like mission critical, of course, um, but it's always good to to offer more more features that people expect and since this has been around since the xbox 360 age um people people like their their achievements um when nintendo was talking about adding in-game in-game achievements uh, uh at for something uh, i can't remember exactly how this came up everyone's like oh my god we're gonna get achievements on nintendo oh, it this was amazing. Uh, super mario odyssey they
0: were tracking when you unlocked a moon
1: yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, this is amazing. But it's per game and it's you can only see it when you're in the game. There's no global UI for that type of thing. Um, so there, there's enough people out there that are really excited about this stuff. Um, I, I don't think it's make or break, of course, but it would be nice if if there was some way to um, show this either on your profile or, um, or beside your name um, or something more than just the number of achievements you've unlocked. Because that really... That doesn't mean anything. It's just it, you could have bought all the games and gotten one uh, instead of finished a game. You could have gotten one trophy or one achievement in 50 games, <laughs> or you could have just gotten all of them in Tom Clancy and you'd have the same score. Um, so it'd be nice if there was some other um, metric, I guess.
0: William Millard just got my attention. They got my attention big time. This is something that Google needs to implement and they need to throw some money at William Millard and hire them for coming up with this idea. (laughs) Imagine getting a monthly achievement video displaying your video captures from each moment. So basically, think of Mm -hmm. it this way. You get an achievement for doing some cool thing by killing a boss in a game or whatever, and you earn an achievement. And in the background, Stadia just says, yeah, let's go ahead and capture that moment. And then at the end of the month, they send you a video of all of those moments that you have had throughout that month. Uh, Kind of like Google Photos will, every once in a while, they will just send me, uh, uh, because I use Google Photos to back up all my photos, and they will say, "Uh, here's a cool video that we made of all of the pictures that you took at this one location. And it just kind of stitches them together and puts some stupid music behind it, and it's really cool. Kind of like Nintendo just did like my my 2019 year in review where it says you played this many games and you played for this many hours and it told me all of this data which I thought was really really interesting but this idea of just automatically capturing in full 4k uh automatically capturing the gameplay footage of the moments that I went
1: through and then sending it to me that is amazing what a great idea William That's fantastic. I I know on PlayStation, when you get a trophy, it takes a screenshot of that trophy, a pop up up on the screen and then whatever is on the screen gets captured behind it. So you get a little uh, a little visual reminder of what you did in game um, to get that trophy. A lot of times it's just like a black screen (laughs) because a cutscene finished playing and that's when the trophy was uh, was triggered, um, which is kind of funny um, for for various reasons. But uh, yeah, capturing capturing like 10 seconds of video after you or a couple seconds before and then eight seconds after a trophy pops, that would be that would be fantastic. And then, yeah, like you said, bundle them together. Google has all of our data and they have a potential to store all of our play sessions and get at this stuff and then give it to us that way. Um another cool thing that playstation does which would be nice to see on stadia is when you beat a game not every game but some games uh sony will say hey congratulations you finished the last of us here download this theme or here's this cool screenshot that you can put as your your phone background um having more communication with the user that way would be a, a really cool thing for uh, for google to start doing for for a lot of the games
0: i i 100 agree and uh, also uh capturing those moments from a specific game when you finish the game they could take all of those moments together and just send you a youtube video of your stuff that's a private video that's only for you and if you want to share it out to people you can that would be fantastic all right we've got other things to talk about definitely but first we're going to have to thank a sponsor so uh stick around We'll, we'll we'll thank our sponsors and then when we get back we've got a lot more stadium news all right be right back the Game Gear Supersonic Sports Pack. You know who makes it?
1: Coffee, tea.
0: All right, we are back. Uh, Google acquired Typhoon Studios. Uh, Lloyd, what? Um, I, I already kind of talked about my my thoughts about this. I put out a YouTube video. Um, this, and I, and I included this information in there. Typhoon Studios makes. Oh gosh, what's the name of the game that they're making? A Journey to the uh, Savage Dreams. Planet. Yep. Yep. Uh, They're making Journey to the Savage Planet. It's coming out um, January 28th next year's on uh, like PlayStation and Xbox, etc. And Google just acquired them. What do you think about this? Uh, uh, Acquirement? Um, That's not the right word. What's the word I'm looking for, Lloyd?
1: Um. No. Yeah. Acquiring an uh, uh, aqua hire. <laughs> some people say <laughs> because you you want to hire a specific team, so you just you buy their company and then you you gain that talent. Um. I think it's I think it's really interesting. I I didn't know anything about this developer. Um. I remember seeing a couple screenshots for Journey to the Savage Planet, but it wasn't really on my on my radar. But then um, I saw this announcement. And I went and looked at it. And and the game looks really interesting. It looks like a super colorful. Um, I, I don't know. It's kind of like a, a No Man's Sky sort of. Um, it's kind of like a third person or or I, I guess a an, an action adventure where you're exploring a savage planet and and you have to do things. But it looks super colorful. It looks almost like Borderlandsy with like all the bright colors and things like that. There isn't the cell shade thing over top of it. Um, but I, I think it's really interesting. The the fact that this is a uh, a, de- a developer that hasn't really come out with a game and uh, Google bought them because they were so high on what Journey to the Savage Planet um, means to to gamers uh, is pretty cool. Um, the developers have come out and said, hey, yeah, we we joined Google. It's awesome. We're excited. We're still bringing the game on all the other platforms, but we're looking at adding Stadia specific features to this game when it launches, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I think it's really interesting. And it Oh, we lost him. Something
0: happened with his Discord, and um, I'm sure that he will be right back. Oh, uh, did I oh, just hear you, Lloyd?
1: Yeah, I'm here. I'm still here. All right. Well, we lost your picture, so go ahead and keep talking, though. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I can't find a crash <laughs> as to why that is happening. It's so bizarre. Um, but uh, but yeah, like it, it's uh. It's it's really, really, really interesting that they would go and hire uh, a developer that really hasn't made a game, but it just shows that Google's doing kind of what uh, people have um, or what the industry has done for the past 12 months where Microsoft went out and they bought a whole swath of game developers. Um, so a whole bunch of different studios to work on um, Xbox properties. And then Sony said, well, we're going to do that, too. And they bought a few developers as well to work on Sony properties and then now you have stadia doing the same thing. So um, I I guess maybe it's a, it's a good time to have a, a small indie development house. So maybe, uh, maybe one of the big companies will throw a, a, a money hat at you to, uh, to come join them and develop games. But yeah, it's really interesting uh, that, that Google is in that place now that they, they see where stadia is going to be in, in six months, 12 months, 24 months. And they're like, okay, we need this developer to release their game here and then work on all this other stuff that we have planned.
0: And I think that that's important, what you just said, it, where Stadia is going to be in six months, in 12 months, because a lot of people are only focused on what is it going to be like, what is it like right now? And they are ignoring the fact that it's going to be free next year. And uh, I think that that's really important. But my my big question, <clears throat> not necessarily to you, Lloyd, because I didn't give you any time to think about it. I didn't uh, <laughs> mention this ahead of time. But uh what game or what what development studios would you like, and i'm I'm talking to the audience um right now. what development studios would you like Google to go out and pick up right now? Uh, I think that that would be really, really good uh, for for everybody. It's a good conversation starter. Uh, now obviously, you know, there's going to be people who don't really understand what 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 I'm talking about and they're going to say things like Nintendo or Xbox or <laughs> that's not what I mean. Who the, we're talking about people who make games that are independent studios and and it would be amazing if Google would go out and buy them, kind of like how Xbox spent the last year um saying all right we lost this console generation let's go out and buy as many studios as we can so we can bring all of these games in-house and have a bunch of exclusives so which right. game publisher or not publishers studios do, would you guys like to see um google pick up and that's my question to uh to everybody out there leave a comment a message in the comment section down below do you have any that spring to
1: mind lloyd I I, I'm I'm terrible with names. It's my my one failure as a human is I have to meet someone like 50 times before I remember their name. And it's the same with like names of companies and things like that. I have a really hard time remembering the names I can remember, like screenshots and game names sometimes and things like that. Uh, But off the top of my head, I can't think of a development studio that I'd love to see them acquire right now.
0: Uh, People in chat are seeing Team Cherry, uh, Kojima um <laughs> tequila works uh in order to give them a bigger but bigger budget tequila That'd works cool. makes sense i mean they they made guilt i love guilt uh anyway uh so keep those uh uh suggestions coming uh we're, google's gonna have some some competition we're not talking about xcloud we're talking about tencent and if you don't know who tencent is then i don't know what you're doing because they are they got their hands in everything they got their hands in in everything i was at yeah. the movies to go see star wars no spoilers and i went to go see star wars and sure enough during the previews they were showing things and they like 10 cent logo would be there when you boot up a game a lot of times you're going to see that 10 cent logo they have their fingers in all of the pies well uh, this came to us via game industry dot games industry dot biz. I always forget to pluralize that, uh, <laughs> but games dot biz. And it says this month Tencent has soft launched its Tencent start cloud gaming service in China with a handful of PC titles. Uh, so the titles that you're going to be starting with are Fortnite, Path of Exile, NBA 2K, Online 2. I Does that mean is NBA 2K? Is that like a sequel to NBA 2K?
1: I, I don't even know. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, me NBA either. 2K Online 2. Maybe it's like a new online league coming. I, I, yeah, no idea, man.
0: All right. Well, the reason that I put this in the show notes is because Fortnite is listed there. And I know what what's going to happen is that everybody is going to say, oh, that's it. Fortnite is never going to come to Stadia. And I don't think that's true. And people are going to say, well, well, Tencent owns Epic Games. And that's not true either. They do not own a controlling interest in Epic Games. They own they own stock in Epic Games, but they do not have a controlling interest in Epic Games. Epic Games can do whatever they want. Uh, what's his name? Sweeney has the ability to go wherever he wants, anytime, wh- uh, no matter what. Gem um, in chat is saying Fortnite is coming to the Google Play Store. I have not seen that. So if you could get one of us... Uh, uh, a link to to that to confirm it that would be great. Um, I still think Fortnite will come to Google Stadia, especially once the free version is out and everybody can play it for uh, can can play uh, can try games for free. Do I think free to play games will come to Google Stadia uh, base? I don't know. Um, I I would understand why Google would lock that behind uh, like being a paid version, but I do think that games like Fortnite. I know that there's going to be people out there that say they make so much money that they don't have to worry about it, but that's a lot of potential customers. That's a lot of potential yeah. customers to, to just ignore. And I don't think that that they got to where they are by ignoring potential customers. Um, for Yes, Fortnite is going to be playing on this ten cent thing, but that's only in China. And uh, I think that we are going to see... Uh, Fortnite come as well as the other you know Apex and stuff like that I think that stuff will eventually come to Stadia it's just going to take time
1: Yeah Tencent owns uh a part of uh Epic Games so it makes sense why Fortnite would be there um they own like a 20% stake in them or something mm-hmm. um so it makes sense why that would be would be coming um I I I want to say that Fortnite will be on Stadia but I just don't know how um how Google's going to monetize a free game to people that maybe didn't have to, to to buy anything to to play it, like I, they haven't given us any idea of how that's going to work yet, and and I do hope that at some point it is going to work. Um, I I'd, I'd really love to see uh, Fortnite, so I could play it looking amazing uh, with uh, mouse and keyboard controls. Um, but yeah, uh, back to Tencent. Um, they they own. They own so much of everything, uh, whether it's game developers, whether it's movie studios, uh, they're they're just a, a huge force um, from China. And it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, I I really hoped that Epic would partner with Google um, to bring uh, anything that you buy on the Epic Game Store would just be playable in Stadia immediately and, and have some sort of back de- back end deal to allow that to happen. Um, that didn't happen. And Google did their own thing. So. Um, yeah, I, this this streaming service from, from Tencent could throw a, a wrench into uh, the streaming future for a lot of the companies that are um, focusing so hard on it right now in, in North America.
0: Now, Jem sent us a story about Fortnite coming to the Google Play Store, but I can't do it without making Lloyd disappear from the from the screen. So Lloyd, if you could find that and uh, bring it up, that would be awesome. i, I I'm just going to re- respond to I saw the announcements. What's that? Sure, go
1: for it. I, I just said, want I to saw respond to one
0: thing that Lloyd, we can't... We <laughs> Stupid delay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to respond to one thing, and that is the idea that that Fortnite and other games from Epic Games won't come to Stadia. I Or, or this idea of free-to-play games aren't going to come to Stadia. You have to remember that those free-to-play games make a lot of of mm-hmm. money. They make tons and tons and tons of money and you know if you buy the 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 the, the stuff for those games Google would take 30% of every sale and that's yep. where I think a lot of it would come. On the other hand, there's a lot of people that play that never pay and that's something that they have to balance as well. So it's 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 a good
1: argument to or discussion to have. What were you going to say, Lloyd? Yeah. Uh, well, now I have another thing to say. I I never said that they won't ever come. Uh, the, the one issue that I see with free-to-play games is all of a sudden a million people want to play a game at one point without giving Google any money. Right now, there there is a gatekeeper, uh, and that gatekeeper is going and buying one of these guys uh, and and getting that code to play on Stadia um and then taking your buddy code and giving it to someone else and then your second buddy code and giving it to someone else. Um, So Google knows that, say, they made, um, say, 200,000 of these uh, packages that have a controller and a code. Well, now it's up to 600,000 people that could play at once. Um, When they release uh, Fortnite comes to Stadia, say, well, immediately you have um, millions of people that want to jump in and play and Google might not have a million blades uh, or 5 million blades. Um, The Star Wars event that happened in in Fortnite um, (laughs) last weekend had 5.4 million people watching at once. I don't know if Google has 5.4 million blades for people to jump in. So I'm not saying they won't come. I'm saying that there is there's a hard hardware limit right now that is going to prevent them from just saying, yep, any free to play game, go, go, go play it um in the future that is definitely a possibility but there's there's a definite hardware cost right now for Google whether they make 30% off of people buying V-bucks or not there's still that hardware issue that is going to keep them from doing that right away
0: absolutely and one of the things that they could do is they could say um you know the people who get to play first you, you're waiting in line if you don't no. pay for the 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 Stadia Pro and mm-hmm. I would feel fine with that because of course you have to be able it, it look, there's two ways that they could handle it. They could either say if you want to play a free-to- play game, you got to pay for Stadia Pro or you have to be in line if you don't pay for stadia Pro. And I think either one of those is a fine solution. And I look forward to all of the angry uh, messages that I'll get in the comment section <laughs> down below. All right um, did you did you get that um, thing about um, Google?
1: So Fortnite coming to the Google, Google Play Store is just so that you can download Fortnite on your Android phone without having to go through Epic's website. Um, it's nothing to do with Stadia right now.
0: No, I, I knew that. But that was a that was a um, like a, a battle that they were having. Mm-hmm. And a mm-hmm. lot of people were pointing at that and saying, ah, see that they, they, because of that, we're never going to get uh, Fortnite on Stadia. Well, now we've got uh, Fortnite coming to the Google Play store. It seems like they're, the, you know, they're talking. And that's a good thing. <laughs> All right, uh, we we were going to talk about Rockstar Games, but we've gone really long, and so we probably can't. All I'm going to say real quick is that uh, Moonshiners is now available on Stadia. That is the uh, DLC, I guess, for um, Red Dead Online, and that came out December 17th. That came out on other platforms on December 6th. I'm sure that uh, you know the, that ten days people are going to say finally. But I don't think that that really uh, is worth a finally. All right. Uh, At the second half of the show, which this is not going to be as long as the first half of the show, without a doubt, uh, we always talk about the things that people either super chat in or tweet in. Uh, So we'll start with the super chats because we always start with the super chats because uh, those are the people who are directly supporting the show. And thank you very much. Uh, we got a bunch of Super Chats throughout today's show. Uh, first off, Jordan, thank you very much for your Super Chat. I want to thank Eric and founders of Stadia, as well as Joel Thompson and Captain J Pixel for their Super Chats. Brett sent in a Super Chat, and they um, they actually put a comment with it, which is something you can do. Uh, they said, thank you for creating a great show. Uh, it has been very helpful and informative in your first look videos. Do you think you should emphasize that there's no download or install on Stadia? And they're they're specifically talking about me because I say download all the time. I was like, oh, I downloaded this or <laughs> I downloaded that, and that is just a force of habit that is going to take me time to break. Um, I I understand that I didn't actually download the game when I said it and thank you for the feedback I'm going to try not to say download but it's it's tough for me not to say something that I've been saying for a very long time I guess I'll say I purchased and returned instead of downloaded and deleted because uh but you get the idea all right uh, Lloyd, I sent out a tweet, and they said uh, or, or asking for people what what they wanted to hear us talk about on this, and obviously we can't hit all of them because we got a bunch of uh, a bunch of things came in. Uh, so first off, I want to say, uh, Captain Logan, who is uh, a, a good friend of mine, and he he's on uh, an, an upcoming episode of 143 Pixels. He says with streaming content. And being platform agnostic, how will Stadia compete with PC game sales like Steam Origin, good old games, and Epic? Um, What do you you think, uh, Lloyd? Do you think that Stadia needs to worry about competing with those, or do they just need to focus on being another console? And don't, don't at me about it being a console, people.
1: Mhm. Um I I think Google needs to kind of stay the course and just do their own thing. Um obviously they're in competition with Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo because they are a console. Um they're they're more a console than a PC um a, a PC architecture thing where you go to Steam and buy your game and play it. Um so they, they need to look at all the other players in the industry. Um I don't think they really need to come out guns blazing and and attack them or anything like that. I just think they need to stay the course and, and continue doing what they're doing and saying, okay, PlayStation is doing this. How can we do that but better and make it make more sense for people that are just streaming all their games?
0: How, how do you feel about the price that we've been getting, the, the the discounts we've been getting for pro deals? I think that they've been fantastic.
1: I What I really love is we got Borderlands 3 and Ghost Recon, both games that have been out for a while on other platforms, and we got like a 50% discount on Ghost Recon and like 33% discount on Borderlands. I love that. I'm used to being Nintendo in the Nintendo world (laughs) where we get a game that is two years old and it's 80 bucks in Canada or $60 in in the US when it launches. It's like, I could buy this game for $5 right now on the PlayStation store. What are you doing? Um, the the fact that these games launched with uh, with a discount is is fantastic, and if they keep this up, well, I'm just going to keep my pro um, my pro membership going just to get the discounts.
0: Uh, Justin in Linholm, uh, sorry if I butchered your name, buddy. Uh, they did a super chat. They said, when Stadia base version comes out next year, do you think multiplayer games will be free to play, or do you need to be a pro member to play multiplayer? And we have a definitive answer on this. Uh, they have specifically said. Multiplayer is always free. And uh, that's that's one big difference between you know the Xbox, the PlayStation, and stadia is that you are not paying to play multiplayer. You're just paying for better resolution and some possible discounts, which you know, I, I agree with Lloyd, the discounts have been fantastic. I've been uh, really I, I was really nervous about how the how the discounts would be at the beginning, because they were like really good. And I was like, Oh, but these are their Black Friday deals. They're not going to be this good afterwards. And then come into December to have them be that 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 good of a deal. I was like, awesome. That's fantastic. But thank you, Justin, for that super chat. Any any reaction,
1: Lloyd? No, I I, Yeah, I mean, I think superhero came on and said that that's not something that they're planning in the future. So I think that's as definitive as you can, as you can be uh, for that.
0: Uh, let's do one more tweet that people uh, sent sent uh, sent to us. Uh, Anthony Talcott said, I would like to hear you guys talk about how Google can communicate better with the community. Do you want weekly updates even for the small stuff like, like game bug fixes? How should they move forward with advertisements, more features, less graphics? What features need to be... All right, that's like 12 questions. The first one we kind of already uh, tackled, so we're not going to talk about that again. Uh, but they said, what features need to be next is that last thing that they asked. So I I think we could focus on that one. What, what features do you think need to be next? So we finally have a game that shows off, uh, stream connect. I can never remember the name of the the feature. (laughs) Uh, what's, what's the next feature that you think is super important that
1: you would like to see a game show off? Well, for me, the feature that I want is the ability to go somewhere and look at the game session that I just had. So I can I can grab my video from there and, and upload it and do all that stuff with it without having to record it locally here. Um, that's not a feature that many people in in the world are going to use. But to me, that is number one. Um, for everybody else, I, I do think that the, the most important feature to come is the ability to be watching a stream and then have a button pop up and say, play this game and click it. And then that person is playing and they've joined your multiplayer session. Um, I know that is a a feature that developers have to add to their game because it already exists. According, if you play the worm game, you can do that in the worm game, I guess. Um, We haven't played that game. (laughs) Um, But uh, developers need to start adding that to their games because that would be a a really great way to get some interactivity when you're watching a, a YouTube or a Twitch stream.
0: Absolutely. I I agree that that's a good one. For me, the most important thing would be state share. Uh, I would love to be able to make some videos where I'm like, okay, I got to this point, uh, how about you do this? Uh, And so people can go off and, and pick up where I left off or, you know, I think that that would be really, really amazing to be able to create some really interesting and unique content that would only work on Stadia where people can like do something in the game and then say, pick up where I left off, and uh, you got two bullets left, uh, kill this boss. I think that that would mm-hmm. be really, really awesome. Uh, so that's what I'm looking forward to the most. And hey, we would love to hear what you guys are listening, are, are looking forward to the most. Let us know in the comment section down below. Or if you're listening to the show over at anchor.fm slash StadiaCaster and your favorite podcast player, uh, just get a hold of us on Twitter. I'm at run jump stomp and Lloyd is at me and uh, you
1: ready to wrap up the show man? Yeah, I think uh, this has been a good one. A lot of stuff to chat about.
0: All right, so hey, follow us on Twitter at StadiaCast. I'm Run Jump Stomp. He's me Use the hashtag StadiaCast to get a hold of us. Uh, it makes it easier because we we all have uh, other shows. You can join our Discord over at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. And then Lloyd has his own Discord as well, where he talks about all of his shows over at tv slash Discord. And the music that you are going to hear right now is uh, Subterranean Kamikaze by Zircon. Check out their stuff at zirconstudios.bandcamp.com. Lloyd, thanks for hanging out with me, man. Thanks, Bill, and see everybody.